everybody. Welcome to the 56th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And before we get started, just want to remind you all, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please uh, follow us on Spotify. Leave us five stars. Leave us a review. If you have any questions or comments, you can send us an email to mathcoreindex at gmail.com. Bands on this episode are uh, decided in part by our Patreon supporters. So definitely go check that out if you want to get some exclusive, cool benefits as well. And uh, without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about some sick underground bands. Uh, the latter part of this episode is actually a lot of albums that came out way earlier this year. Full disclosure. Um, this is a. This is. I. It, it took me a second to get used to this. This is the the first time I think in in Mathcast history where we are definitely going back. Very very far back. So for them, actually, to address something else, I just moved. So. Oh, like this episode is like two weeks overdue. We were supposed to do this fucking back in the middle of November when and the Dysphoria album came naturally, out. And then naturally I ran away to Costa Rica, so like it was a whole thing from both Levi of us. Levi ran so. away to Costa Rica to go try to get attacked by a monkey, but that's a whole nother story. Okay, also, I, I dislocated my elbow four days before. I dislocated oh my, my elbow God. on Friday the 13th. And then four days after, I had to go to Costa Rica. So I have had a. This kid's got every fucking reason in the book to not record this podcast. So that's I why we're here it. right Come now. Come on, motherfucker! <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. A lot, a lot of excuses for sure. Dislocated the elbow and also broke a bone. Fucking, it was it was great. It was wonderful. Oh. Fucking. <laughs> At least you didn't tear your sack again this time. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Do not bring up my sack tear. That is. A... <laughs> he's all better, right? Don't worry, everybody. He's he's better now. <laughs> Levi's fine, okay? I'm, I'm all I've good. seen it. I inspected it personally. It was very good work. I'm all good downstairs. Everything's fine. We're good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're, we're doing a little catching up on this episode. Uh, next week, though, we'll be hitting some more up-to-date shit. Uh, but the first band we're going to talk about tonight is Dysphoria. I've been fucking dying to talk about Dysphoria forever. Like, this is one of my favorite underground bands from, like, you know, more or less still the MySpace era, kind of like post-MySpace era, if you will, but um, still like that classic combination of deathcore and mathcore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is a, the first release that we are able to cover of a band that we both love and have enjoyed for years since we've started the podcast. Uh, yeah, because exactly. Because yeah. definitely kind of came out of uh, nowhere with this, I would say. <laughs> it's fucking like, what? Like, okay. I like, think they did about a month of promo. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't exactly like a lot, like a long, like three-month promo cycle or anything. They just kind of like dropped this album out of nowhere. And as a matter of fact, it's their first album in six years. So Yeah, six years. Long but, radio silence from them. But also, um, if... I mean, you're to finish the last track of the last release and then start with this one. You couldn't tell a fucking day has gone past. <laughs> uh, Truly. I mean, yeah, this is... Um, they certainly haven't lost their edge. That's there To have such little to, to really comment on a band that I enjoy so much because... The critique really isn't there, so all I really can do is describe what the music is. And I mean, right? It's just fucking extremely discordant, tech, brutal, deathcore, I guess, you know? And they've always they've always been this i mean um uh every the thing is uh this is one of the one of the bands i'll mention about this tonight but um dysphoria is a band that each release that first track 
they fucking come out with everything. Boom! Let you know what it's all gonna be, and it just—it's relentless. It's always, they know how to grab you right dude, out, the, right out the fucking gates. Yeah, immediately. Um, I would like to say this release would be a little more—I—I—I I, I, I dare to say melodic—but uh, a little more slowed down, I guess, at points. A little more chill, in, mm-hmm. as much as tech deathcore could be. Um, but once again, there is no filler. It is complete, filled, uh, just brutality. Every song is packed to the Everything. brim with, with yeah. good content. Mm-hmm. And they're not like repeating themselves either, which is, you know, a statement for, I think people can kind of get like just locked into like the, playing the same kind of like patterns in this. Their discography might sound pretty like samey, if you will, but yeah, I don't think they're, I don't think they're suffering from that problem. And they definitely, they've kind of like, you know, leaned more into like, I mean, they're like breakdown heavy deathcore combined with tech deck, tech death and like mathcore, but um, that the latter of which is admittedly more prevalent, I think, maybe in their earlier part of their catalog, but uh, still, pre- you know, present nonetheless today. And yeah, it, they're definitely kind of like leaning more towards like the melodic and atmospheric on this record for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think something that separates uh, this band and why you and I and I think even like once again uh, once again we're talking about the whole household uh, uh, Nick and Milan uh, part of this we've all enjoyed this band uh, growing together uh, but this is a band that like it they've they, they separate themselves naturally from every other uh, kind of like techie deathcore band like this um, I feel like they just um, they always have had their own sound. But still, they're, exactly, they're a point of reference for me. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like yeah. I think that they're very influential for having only been around for ten years. Like, I think a lot of bands, uh, I think they're they ahead of the curve mm-hmm. for one, and I think a lot of bands, furthermore, are now borrowing, taking cues from their sound. Like, absolutely. Granted, they were taking cues from bands like Ion Dissonance and Beneath the Massacre even more so, but uh, I think they kind of like made it their own. That combination of uh, Danza too, I guess maybe. Yep. I feel, I feel like these guys uh, by Ramia really have um, honed in their own like unique sound to how, somehow can can be unique in such a chaotic fucking metal sense, you know, where it's like you hear it and you're like, oh shit, that's dysphoria. Oh shit, that's fucking by Ramia. like that kind of thing. Um, the, f- the the latter unfortunately has failed to deliver of a substantial catalog, unfortunately. But yeah, I hear what you're sir. saying. Yeah, very yeah, very yeah. recognizable, instantly recognizable signature sound like yeah they they definitely separate separate themselves uh i i would like to say uh in this release uh, uh my favorite track was shattered uh throne my favorite tracks here yes uh but the thing is with this uh, oh see so like that I, was, was the song that was more like i feel like that was kind of like the more deathcore kind of tune but exactly. it was like the, definitely the more like more melodic uh and more like calm to the end of the track was very calm clean guitars mm-hmm so mm-hmm. I guess there's some there's some good volume dynamics at play there. To be fair, and I liked it for that. It, it was just different, and I noticed it. But uh, but all in all, this was just a great like I believe it's six tracks. I believe it's uh, I believe it's seven tracks. Seven actually. tracks. Seven yeah. tracks. Um, it, it was just a great uh, listen uh, all the way through. Uh, it was kind of hard to pick a specific track. Um, the overall, <laughs> truly, feeling, you know, every song is good. Yeah, yeah. Every every song on this fucking record is real good. I, I wish maybe it was just a hair longer, but I mean, it, I guess it's, it's, I think it's about 30 minutes. So that's, that's pretty substantial. I don't, I don't think that they have, yeah, it's just like, what a consistently good back catalog. I, I discovered this band back in 2010 on MySpace when they released, uh, Satirius 21. 
um, which is a release that I still love today, but it's like, I mean, the first four tracks are literally nothing but humongous breakdowns, so there's, there's pretty much nothing that you can't love about, not love about that. Yeah, again, they're just, they're, they're kind of like arguably influential if only been around, like, being around like 10 years, I'd say, just totally ahead of the curve. Some tracks that I liked, definitely Faux Purpose, that was, I mean, just right out of the gate, fucking, that one bangs hella hard. I don't really have substantial notes on, like, a a track-by-track basis, but I think from Swans to Vultures, from Swans to Vultures, yeah, that that might have been my, I think that was probably my favorite track overall. Oh, okay, okay. And also, like, a lot of, like, melodic courting going on, which I really enjoyed, just some really excellent tech death riffs, like, kind of the Beneath the the Massacre callbacks. Um, Oh, for sure. Good, good call on that. Yes. Yeah, something they used to do quite well. They bring in some clean guitars into that as well, just like they do in the song that you liked. Uh, what is it? Shattered Throne? Yeah, yeah, Shattered Throne. Yep. Yeah, this fucking release bangs super hard. Uh, you know, even though sometimes I feel like maybe they can go a bit more down the middle of the road with like the more like deliberately deathcore segments, there's there's not a whole lot that I don't love about this album. Like they, they've managed to keep their sound fresh and not at all dated, in my opinion. The material they're writing is like fucking miles ahead of every similar band. Um, and some might argue that their their style is like regressively deathcore as it gets, but like, you know, there's, there's, there's a few schools of thought here, I guess. I don't know. I think that they're pushing stuff forward without biting too hard on their influences, though, personally. Any other thoughts you want to share with us, Levi? Negatory, sir. Just wondering what track we're going to play. Um, hold on, I'm going to cough real quick. Definitely not from cannabis. I can tell you that right now, guys. Not at all. Not at all from cannabis. Anyways. Um, I'm thinking that we do either Escapist or from Swans to Vultures. Swans to Vultures. Let's do that. Perfect. We'll let Levi pick. <laughs> hey, thanks, bud. All right. <laughs> Happens once in a blue moon. Usually I shut you down. I'm like, no, I think instead we should give our listeners this song. Uh, out of those two choices you gave me, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my salesman. I was like, I'm going to give him two choices. I mean, the, two, the, the two option thing. <laughs> I'll take the call. I'll take the red one. I'll take the red one. I'll fucking... All right, so we're going to go ahead and play for you uh, from Swans to Vultures, which is track five from Dysphoria's new album, Primal Entropy, and that came out on November 13th. Here we go. Help me! 
that a fucking jam or what? Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> fucking shit is wild. That is some fucking... This goes all kinds of different directions. Yep. Love it. Yep. Fucking so good. And they really, they, they hit it out of the park on this album. They really came, they did not disappoint me after a six year silence. I mean, I wouldn't expect a fucking, a 45 minute album out of them or anything anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would prefer highly concentrated quality material versus uh, something that was, you know, a, a, versus like a bloated runtime. Speaking of which, the next band we're going to talk about is the Holloway Tape. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and the Holloway Tape are a noisecore, mathcore trio from North Point, North, <laughs> Northport, Florida, um, and they just released their new full-length album, Painted World of the Holloway Tape, which they released on October thirty-first. We spoke about this band last year when they released their fantastic single, Klaatu Brata Necktie, which also had a really fucking sick music video. And um, I would describe this as mathcore with like heavy noise elements, homebrewed production, heavily pitch shifted guitars, and like zany, patinesque vocals. Oh, it's definitely a Psyopist meets Mr. Bungle. For sure. Truly. You yeah. nailed you fucking there's no better way of describing this project than what Levi just said. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then also We can almost stop a, right there and you should just go listen to it and just agree with us because it's I, accurate. I would say the way you worded the audio, uh just the recording and production in general, um, you said homebrewed. I felt it's very low a, fidelity. Do you know what? That is a it's a very flattering way to to say that. And and honestly it's it's not it's not a critique. I I, I would I would word this differently and it might come out wrong. Um, I think that's that you're, you're absolutely right. Very homebrewed. Um, it's very organic. Uh, Deliberately also, lo-fi. Also, holy fuck, quite a fucking full length. That is a lot of fucking material. I don't even care how much, like, I mean, people can poo-poo on um, this style of just, like, chaotic, crazy, kind of more avant-garde, like, like approaches, you know, of uh, this kind of, uh, just in, in, in extreme music in general. Uh, but it it's a lot of music it's fucking each track is like three four five minutes long and there are i didn't count but there are definitely over 10 tracks it is quite a bit of material here for this guy these guys yeah so this album has a massive runtime for this kind of music as levi was just indicating to us it's it, it is clocks a ride. in truly in the, the, the truest sense it's um excuse me it clocks in in an hour and 12 minutes yeah an hour and 12 minutes what like it's a really long time to sit here and listen to production of that quality. And it's their not... second album. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say their, their second album and their first album are also very lengthy too. I mean, the second one is forty-two minutes. The first one is an hour plus. Yep. Like it, at least the the production seems to be a little bit better on this one versus previous albums. So that's that's one positive takeaway. But I yeah, they're all. I think that they're maybe they're suffering from runtimes that are just a bit too fucking loaded, um, a bit too bloated rather. Uh, well, the thing is, uh, I um, I listened to this release not thinking about any past releases, and what I got from this release is like, oh, maybe this is a discography or something like that, because um, there are certain tracks where the audio and the production and everything kind of differ a little bit from other tracks. Um, and the single just, has no much better production than this album, yes, actually. Yes, 
Um, I agree. You noticed that too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, um, for such a large uh, release, you would think there'd be some like, a cohesiveness or like some like a like a storyline or some kind of flow to it. But it, what I got from it was like, oh, maybe this is a discography because it's. I mean, it really is just a lot of tracks put together. Um, and if I'm wrong on that, please let me know because I mean, I didn't see anywhere on the Bandcamp or anywhere else that's describing that's like a concept. Yeah, I don't think it is. Um, I don't so, think it's a concept album. So, so for that, I, I would feel like you could definitely do yourselves. Maybe I don't. I just it seems like a lot of work, and, and even like the time frame, it seems like they're they're being they're quite prolific for how much they're putting out in in yeah. the time frame. I mean, if, if we were, I think di- they started in we were, 2017. If I'm not I mean, mistaken. I mean, fuck. Let's break this up into like four EPs, and that's that's a lot of fucking releases, right, man? But instead, you know, you're just like coming out with this like whole. I mean, it, it's up to them too. It just, it's just it's interesting um, to listen to it and to see. And there's like, oh, this is just a full release, not a discography. All right, sounds good. Yeah, this is this is twenty tracks of original non twenty tracks an hour and twelve minutes. <laughs> what non repeating material? All original <laughs> songs never appeared on other albums previously. Nothing is re recorded. These are all new songs. Also, artists art, artists out there that have six a six track album or EP, and then you have a fucking intro and then a filler track. Therefore you have four tracks, not six. These guys got 20 and they got 20 fucking tracks. (laughs) There are fucking 20 (laughs) tracks. One thing I want to say that's really cool about this band is they are absolutely killing the fucking music video game. Like when we talked about the single, like they've released a couple more since then. They're just all really fucking funny, well-directed music videos. One is like a band mockumentary Another is like the vocalist with the people rubbing hands all over his face. I'll try to link that for you in the description, but mm-hmm. good, good music videos. If you're going to do anything, definitely go like check out their music videos. I think that'll kind of like make you warm up and then you'll be able to warm up to the band. Then you'll actually be able to sit through like the, the lengthy albums. In, in, in 2020, these guys, Basil's kite. And then what was our, uh, our group two episodes ago that have like five fucking videos out, uh, not, uh, it's um. They're from the U. Not, they're over the overseas. Oh man, I don't know. Um, I'm blinking. Ear, ear, uh, uh, one second, one second, one second. Anyways, keep talking. You know, it's almost like psychedelic in a way too. You know, was what I was about to say. Like it seems like it's kind of like LSD circus mathcore. Mm, okay. Okay. It's also uh, it's also filled with Tim and Eric references, so that's fun. Celery Man, uh, yeah. New oh, Tang, uh, uh, sorry, Tom Cruise's eyes, oh, okay. eyes, eyes. Yeah, oh, yes. that's a fucking van. They have also been killing out the music shit. video game. Yeah, truly. Okay. All right, good call. Cool. Thank you. Anyway, right. Tim and Eric, that's good. Um, so check that one <laughs> off the list. Check that check mark. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the 2019 single did have much better production. Uh, so I, I really hope to see this band come back with a better produced, less bloated runtime. And I, I love the material they're offering up. It's just like it's too much. And it's like it's almost fucking ear fatigue to listen to their music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. this is ear fatigue in an album. <laughs> Touche. Put that, put that on your band camp, the Holloway tape. That's a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, there's a fucking amazing review on their band camp right now, which really made me laugh. It's like, uh, 
We booked my mother's quinceanera here, and it was just an awful experience. The staff were incredibly rude and unhelpful, not to mention their very inappropriate, suggestive police uniforms, genitals, and butt prominently exposed. They continually, <laughs> they continually insulted my family as we set up tables, poking us with their fingers and yelling things like, ooey gooey, and stop resisting, ooh, while knocking over decorations and eating all the food we made. Midway through the party, the event manager said, fire to and then it just they didn't have enough rooms there's no more characters left so amazing truly amazing <laughs> ooey gooey <laughs> Ooh. um anyway that fucking that killed me so I I, I had to read I'm it for crying, you literally as tearing I, up the eye over I, I had to I just had to fucking read it for you as I heard it in my head you know I appreciate that bud I appreciate that it's my pleasure somebody left the chat <laughs> Oh, I don't want to hear Christian. Cause, cause I don't want to hear Christian ooh anymore. This is disturbing. Anyways, um, so uh, let me go back to my notes here. Some some tracks that I liked. Um, I liked Mr. Song again, just because they had a fucking that was a great music video. Really hit out of the park there. I like John Depp. Uh, <laughs> most mostly. <laughs> Again, hilarious Tim and Eric reference, but mostly vocally in that song, I feel like Zach is really shining, like really channeling like their inner Jonathan Davis of Korn's scatting from Twist off of the classic album Follow the Leader. You might have heard of it. Um, <laughs> and another one that was like another song that was like, oh, no, it's the same song, actually. I'm sorry. Like a very clearly lifted off of Hollywood Squares, like uh, melody from the Donald escape plan again, just kind of like reinforcing the patentisms there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Almost, uh, almost like a nod or, or, or wink of sorts. It's like that obvious. I liked uh, Domaniac as well. A great music video for that. Uh, man, there's actually some really good tracks on this album. Come to think of it, it's like as hard as it is on the ears. Like I'm looking at my notes here, and I did like quite a few songs. What songs did you like, Levi? Um, so out of all the Tim and Eric, uh, reference, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, um, let's see here. It was salary man or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, salary man. Yeah. Yeah. Salary man. That was like the one that grabbed me the most. Honestly, other than that, um, it was quite a bit to, uh, to, to choose a track. Um, yeah. A lot of 20 lot- songs. It was it was a lot of goofiness. I mean, it, this, it, it some, was, this is another this is another fucking needle play situation, dog. Where there's just like way too many fucking tracks. Like I I don't have time to sit here and listen to an hour plus of this this music. It's a lot. I gotta it's get to lot. other things. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a lot. Um, Can we just all just sign a social contract that it's okay to release fucking twenty eight minute LPs? Because like I'm totally cool with that for the purpose of having more time to live my life and not continuously be locked in a cycle of listening to your albums. If if this was to be a, a a said hit, this would have to be a double LP. Just think about that. This would have. I don't. This would have to be a fucking triple LP. It had to be a you triple. Could, you can't LP. fit this on. You're absolutely right. You, it would have to be. A you triple can't fit LP. this on fucking. Yeah. You're this would not fit right. on two disc. Yeah. All right. So anyways, can, can you imagine? Like yeah. Have you ever bought a triple gatefold? No, because just the idea of me buying an album that is like a a, a vinyl record that is like Eric says yes. Like, well. He can't be trusted, well, though. Eric, what was it? Eric can't be trusted. 
Oh, Boris fuck. Boris Invisible. Okay. Fuck, I, fuck Eric. Rock you're right. Dream, he says. Shit, Eric. You're right. I would pay Shout money for that. Shout out to the that. Patreon in the chat. Fucking Eric knows what's up. Man, our Patreon supporters. I, yeah, and we middle get finger that. Emoji. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I don't we, understand we what the that. middle finger emoji thing is, but that. that's we his did... thing, so we'll let him do it. Yeah, we did. Oh, he did it again. Oh, the God parenthetical. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> damn, he just made us look like idiots. Ah, oh, man. Um, anyway, uh,. <laughs> jinx you owe me a fucking coke and there comes jeff uh, the double jinx um let's see here I, so, so uh, I, I i did i did i did pay 90 dollars for death grips uh uh the the first release they did so ex-military or whatever like i i, I definitely paid like over 80 dollars for like the first release of something but that was a double but a triple the triple would have to be 100 over 100 or 120 at least right? that's a fucking lot of money to that's be spending on vinyl dog for i did not go, I, clock chaser, I don't even know what that is i don't even I, i'm not I don't Leave even know. For... yo he runs screamo and direct index you know he's fucking chasing cloud i don't run you assign that to me i just <laughs> i set you up i yeah i kind of set you up <laughs> i gave you christian has made me spend he loves back. it. Whatever he said, whatever, whatever, whatever statement follows now, I he loves it. I won't say the amount, but I have invested in Screamo Yo, dog, Index. You're straight clouded, though. People love Screamo Index. I've never it seen is, anything like it. It is. You're fun. fucking killing it. It is fun to hold all the Orchid releases. I'm like, oh, you're I fucking, hold you. Oh, you're God. fucking, you're killing it, dude. Yeah, People yeah. love Screamo Index. All right, all right, I yo, wish, yo. So, so, I so, wish you were sharing more on Facebook, but anyway. I, uh, uh, yeah, after all this. I'm trying to gas you up right now. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Other other tracks I like just to get back to the Holloway tape. Sorry, I took us on that tangent there. Um, with a K, uh, the intro has those like really unhinged howling vocals over some like rapid fire gibberish that only someone like again Mike Patton could replicate. Yep. I really got to give it up to Zach, really channeling Mike Patton and a lot of their vocal performances. Uh, Free Snot Man was definitely hitting those same kind that of like. That was a manic- good one. That was a good one. I have that one yeah. written down as well. That was a good one. That one hits a lot. I really like the guitars in that song. The the pitch shifter is just really fucking on point. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Don't call me Snot Man. <laughs> free Snot Man. Uh, this is you know not to be confused with Free Snot Man, but Don't Call Me Snot Man wasn't one of my favorite tracks necessarily, but it has this vocal part that is just like max silliness, and the lyrics are just taking what I can only assume is like ironically infantile humorous shit it's like and i quote pink and squealing heebie-jeebies plump and frizzy teeny bb's cutesy tootsie all in bootsies whoopsie oopsie what a doozy polly wanna wally dolly molly gonna folly holly and it just kind of goes on like that <laughs> that sounds like one of like prozo's rhymes <laughs> fucking i had to go back and listen to that like three times just to write that shit down um (laughs) but yeah i think we should give him mr song i think that i think that's the best song off the album any thoughts on that levi nope none at all what's i mean what were your favorite songs though honestly uh i mean there (sighs) You said that you liked uh, oh you liked Celery Man. Celery Man, I mean, that that There, there was no favorite track. This was once again, it was a lot to take in. Where I was like, yeah, holy fuck. So I yeah, concur. so I mean, I, I would say Celery Man, but that that doesn't mean anything. Okay, well, Mister Song, it is then because it's got a good music video, and I'll I'll link that for you in the description. Link that for you in the description. 
So uh, we're going to go and play Mr. Song, which is track three from Painted World of the Holloway Tape, the new full-length album by the Holloway Tape, and that came out on October 31st. Here we go. Boopy doopy doo. Painted <laughs> <laughs> doop doo. <laughs> have a technical error <laughs> um no okay good because i had some shit like pop up and like stop my fucking audio for a second so i wasn't sure if that it also interfered with the stream anyway no 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 game on on our side man well good that's good that's good so that was mr song which is track three from the holloway tapes new album painted world of the holloway tape which came out on at the end of october 31st. Let's see here. So the next band we're going to talk about, because I don't have release radar ready just yet. Give me a second to put that together. <laughs> um, Rotting in Dirt. And Rotting in Dirt are a chaotic hardcore quartet, as I might describe them, from North Carolina. As I would describe them. I do. And I did. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. Um, Shit, man, you're crazy. You're nuts, man. You're I know, I'm just fucking. I'm wild this evening. Woo! 
and they just released their uh, their three track EP three, which is stylized as forward slash forward slash forward slash. So I'm assuming it's supposed to indicate it's their third release. Anyway, it came out back in April. So again, we're really reaching really far back for this one, but uh, we felt that it uh, it deserved your attention. And also, there wasn't very much good shit released in the first uh, couple weeks of October, or excuse me, November. So here we are. And uh, yeah, this is just like some dark, chaotic, dissonant metalcore with driving, excuse me, driving rhythms and uh, the occasional odd time groove. They aren't. Are they a revisit or are they aren't a revisit? This is a revisit. We've talked about rotting in there before. Yes, for sure. Okay, cool. Um, So this is definitely a jam packed uh, three track EP. Um, It's fucking good, man. It's really fucking good. Naturally, I'm just going to say off the bat, Puritan track one was the one that just fucking grabbed me. Um, Every track. Same. Great, great fucking lyrics. Um, Very discernible, too, on that choke yes. on words like wine holy shit yeah it's great man uh, that a, fucking hits man that is like really emotional like the, the vocal performances on this ep are really good like the lyrics are solid too yep here you can you can hear everything very audible you know um i, I really enjoyed uh that you almost like most of the part you don't need the fucking lyric sheets um but uh yeah uh this this was very enjoyable um so good you, so it, it blew my mind and it was just because i was smoking weed earlier um in in our chat you uh, wrote in, in uh, for our band. It was just rotting dirt, okay, not <laughs> rotting in dirt. So I was like rotting, rotting dirt, rotting dirt. Kept Christian rotting, likes to omit words, but then like rotting in dirt. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I see that band. But I'm like, fuck, rotting in dirt. That's different than just like rotting dirt. But fuck, and then I was thinking about like rotting dirt. I'm like, fuck, but isn't dirt in general just rotting already? I'm like, what's rotting dirt? Fuck, is there a band called Rotting Dirt? Levi, and, everything and is in a state I, of decay. I, I, I band camped it. There if is it's not no, being born. It's decaying. Yes, I, I know, I know. I said what I'm saying, like rotting, but I'm decaying. But like, <laughs> there is no band rotting dirt out there. So that is still, a, uh, it's out there. You know, if anybody else you want it, nobody has it yet. So their name is kind of, I don't know. It, I, I, it, I don't like it, but at the same time, it is kind of sort of like subtly brilliant in its own way, perhaps. I don't know. Because look at this conversation we're having about it right now. You, hey, you win. About its potentially implied meanings. Anyway, um. So this EP features one reworked track, Overgrowth, which was like an original single from 2018. Mm-hmm. So truly, it's only two new songs, but it's still great to see this band like moving things forward with like really fresh, strong material. As I already talked about earlier, one of the biggest highlights for me on this release was the vocal performance, really like raw and a certain like desperation to them. Mm-hmm. So I really, I really took away a lot from that. As you said, I think Puritan is definitely like the big highlight of the EP. The lyrics were certainly solid as well as we talked about. I like the reworked song a lot too. It the material still sounding surprisingly fresh. You know, however many years, I think two years later, Inorganic wasn't much of a highlight for me, but it, it does have its moments. I think Puritan is the track for sure, though. Yep, agreed. Sick. So we're gonna go ahead and play for you Puritan, which is. Track one from Rotting and Dirt's new EP, Three, and that came out on April 17th. Here we go.
Dude, I fucking love this band. They're so good. Yep. So that was uh, Puritan, which is track one from Rotting and Dirt's new EP3, which came out back on April 17th. Going way back for that one. But, but what a fucking banger. I was going to say, but worth it, for sure. Dude. Yeah, they are so they are so fucking sick. I really want an LP out of this band. Let's see here. So the next band we're going to talk about is Foes. Speaking of going way fucking back to the very same day, no less, April 17th, uh, Foes released their... Weird. Weird. (laughs) Coincidence. Uh, They released their new EP, American Violence, via Glacier Recordings. And uh, Foes play very aggressive, heavy hardcore and metalcore with like catchy grooves, tons of crushing breakdowns, and the occasional use excuse me, use of uh, pitch shifters that is like very much in like the current hardcore zeitgeist, I'm sure you would agree, Levi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that, that sound is like super prevalent now, like so many bands have the pitch shifters so you yeah, can't escape it. This is definitely super like dynamic uh, uh, um, metallic uh, hardcore going on, right? With the pitch shifters. Um, this band, uh, literally what you were just saying there, it takes me right to cursed earth. 
Um, and Cursed Earth is one of my favorite. Um, and I would say this so I can't back you up on that comparison, I'm, I'm afraid to say. Yeah. Um, do you know Cursed Earth at all? No, no, not yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get, get on Cursed me Earth. It, 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 it fucking, you know, you know, definitely cover your pecker, man. They fucking rip you a good one. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to front. I've never heard of that. But okay, I'll check out Cursed Earth. Yep, yep. Excuse me. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I just uh, definitely just really just uh, straightforward. <laughs> uh, really straightforward, like um, uh, with 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 this metallic hardcore, you know, just uh, uh breakdowns, uh, really great uh, vocal approach, relentless, crushing. Um, yeah, not much to say other than that, man. I got some favorite tracks, but I mean, yeah, it's just um, it is what it is. They've really dialed it in their sound on this latest project. Uh, oh, oh! If we're going to the back catalog, absolutely. Mm-hmm, yeah, let's talk about the back catalog. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that they've uh, they they sound so much sicker when compared to their earlier stuff. Like, they just hit this turning point sometime like in 2018 or 2019, uh, where they just were all of a sudden they must have like a stroke of brilliance, inspiration, passion. I don't know what, but. Uh, honestly, this band should be should, they should be huge. Like, it's really surprising that they're not on closed casket or pure noise. Like, I'm surprised those labels have not picked this band up yet because they're so they've got the they got the sound they're looking for. So when I, when I say cursed earth, look look up cursed earth, and you'll you'll say what I'm saying is may, maybe even more of a compliment to to them. Um, I feel like these guys definitely have a lot of a power and force, and they yeah, they're I mean it, it's it, this is a great fucking listen. Um, I uh, went back three times to this uh, in the last like two days. Uh, oh, you really liked it then? It just, it, man, um, the breakdowns are where they should be. Uh, it's uh, even like uh, the last track um, uh, in American Violence, they, they end with a fucking breakdown. Just fucking let boom, you know? Um, it's just as far as uh, uh, Metallic Hardcore uh, goes. They're kind of traditional in that it, sense. It, huh? They're very traditional in that sense, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I guess they're kind of following the rules in a way, you know. Um. Yeah. It was great. It reminded me a lot of a despised icon, actually, in the way that they like kind of seamlessly combine metalcore and hardcore, maybe minus some of like the deathcore tropes. Hmm. Um. I would. Yeah. I would say minus the deathcore thing. Yes. I would. I would agree with you there. Yeah, that that was one. Of, that was like the one of the very few comparisons that actually really jumped out at me about this band. Um, I don't listen to enough like modern metalcore to really compare this to anything, to be honest with you, other than like Code Orange. But I'm I'm definitely, I mean, a strong a strong hardcore band with breakdowns. I'm still a sucker for. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what track stuck out to you? One before we talk about favorite tracks, one thing that st- stood out to me about this band that I think that you can probably identify with is that the vocals are like super frantic in a way that can almost border like a power violence approach. Oh, oh, well, did, that's I, a, did I imagine that? Yeah, or it, well, I mean like, um, there, it's a varied, uh, varied vocal range, um, which is amazing. You know, um, you're getting a little touch of everything. Um, I'm so sad that Holly isn't listening in right now. Cause this is like a band that she actually knows about, but really? Yeah. She's muted. <laughs> All right, um, she'll listen to it later. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they really, yeah, like the they really I feel like the vocals are really hitting those like power violence notes for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Favorite tracks though? Um the Turnaround Turn King. King. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's uh, just brutal as fuck, like and catchy and yep. has groove, you know. Uh devolved into uh humanity as well. Yep. Was uh, same. Yep. Big same. 
Okay. I think well, that nice. that's just as good for sure. Like also a highlight for me has some of the, like the wonky, like wonky and angular shit that I like with that introduction. That angular shit. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. <laughs> Levi hitting his fucking notepad in the background uh, <laughs> in agreement. Yeah. Nice use of uh, pitch shifters on that track too. I liked uh, Illusions of Faith, which even though it kind of kicks off with such like an obviously new metal influence, like it's kind of just irresistible in it. Like the the main when that main riff kicks in, it's like some like technical thrash, and then it like suddenly squeals and like a mathcore sequence, and then it's like again kind of like um, some nice use of this like whammy pedal <laughs> again. Mm-hmm, I've said mm-hmm, I've, I've mm-hmm. mentioned the fucking the whammy pedal so many times in this this discussion, but. I think this actually might be my favorite track, Illusions of Faith, we, even though it, the new metal shit is in there. You need to listen to Cursed Earth. I'll send you the link after this. You'll you'll link appreciate. Me, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, man. Um, I honestly. Oh, uh, uh, Wolves Can Read was also good too. Had oh, that nice. Wolves Can Read, yeah, dude. First of all, I good song the track title. There. Yeah, I agree That's with you. That's a thinker. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, yeah, just nice dragging groove that like, uh, yeah. It's a dragon groove. I can't remember how it goes right now, so I'm not going to attempt to vocalize it. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, nice dragon groove. So saith my notes. <laughs> so it must be true. <laughs> so I think Turnaround King is a song, right? Yeah. Let's pull the trigger on that. I like that. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to go ahead and play for you uh, Turnaround King, which is track two from Foe's new EP. And that's called American Violence. And that came out on April 17th via Glacier Recordings. Here we go.
this is a pine tree. He put it in my hand and he said, escape before it's too late. Accidentally played two songs. You can deal with it, though. Mistakes happen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You can suck it, but sorry. Sorry about that. We, I apologize. You see how quickly I lost my resolve? Yep. So that was Turnaround King, which is track two from Foz's new EP, uh, American Violence, which came out back in April via, uh, via Glacier Recordings. So next, we're going to talk about Worm. And Worm that is stylized uh, with a V as opposed to the O is a grindcore quartet from Greenville, South Carolina. And they just released their new full length album. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> this is another throwback actually. If well, this is another one from April. That is uh, colony collapse, which they released via prosthetic records. Yeah, man, this record was so fucking good. Like, disgusting grindcore interspersed with absolutely massive breakdowns, breakneck blast beats, and plenty of guitar feedback. And just like some of the most completely unhinged vocal performances I've ever heard. Yep. Really, really good shit. Like, this album is fucking on point. The vocals are amazing. Like, I'd say that was like the, the biggest highlight for me, actually. That snarling, like, rapid fire animalistic delivery like mm, it's just uh, fucking raw it's from the full of hell playbook for sure um this is uh this is amazing um i gotta tell you uh this release didn't grab me as much as their other releases uh, my favorite was <laughs> Whoa, the, really oh I, I i um the heartache uh 2016 was i that was the one that grabbed me the most um and, and not okay. to say not to say anything bad about this one um that's all I gotta say. I just, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Just didn't grab me as much as the other releases. Man, this yep. this really was fucking. This is one of my favorite releases of the year in terms of like grindcore and like kind of a crossover hardcore. Mm-hmm. Definitely, lovers of guitar feedback. This is your kind of album. Mm-hmm. The feedback on this record is so fucking good. Every track, just like Full of Hell, they always that 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 first track they always find that one to fucking there's always that that it fucking grabs you brings you in um and mm. uh yeah um for, for that reason uh i thought uh walled slum city was uh, yes. one of my but also uh tank reaper tank Re- tank reaper for the lows that they use in that it is so obnoxious. When he's it's like, so come good. give it to me. Like that oh, part is just so, like so good. Yes, like, yes. holy shit. What a mosher that is. Yep, uh, yep. Um, yeah. This, this that makes, whole, I cannot sit still when I hear that. I'm like, holy fuck. I got to move. Like <laughs> once again, I mean, this whole, this whole album is just relentless. So I just, you know, take it, take it for what it is. Just fucking, you know, choose track game on. Uh, I, I have nothing really to say this. Cause also it's like, I've been listening to this track to, I mean, to this album, this whole fucking year. And then it's like, Hey, we're covering worm. Like, uh, two weeks ago. I was like, wait, do you have something new? It's like, Oh no, we're covering the one. It was like, that was done in April. I was like, what? Okay. You were like, you were totally, to be fair, you were like probably medicated right out of the hospital. And I was sending you two different lists for different podcast episodes simultaneously. Like, it was also just like, wait, because we've never done anything like this where we, we cover things four months back or, or more. And this is like, 
more than that you know so uh mm. yeah um but anyways uh this band is some it's a band that's always on my playlist um but uh this 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 album specifically didn't grab me as much as the other albums but um yeah that's I really don't have any critique to offer about this. Nope, that's it. I don't have I don't have any concise any concise criticism to offer here because this is they practically fucking perf- tear you a new one. It's good. It's just like <laughs> it's, fucking- it's like literally perfect for what they're trying to achieve. I I would say like it doesn't get much better than this if you're looking for like a nice kind of compromise between grindcore and some like breakdowns. Yeah. Uh, as we've already talked about, Wald Slum City is one of the best tracks, very energetic opener. Some of the most crazy snarling rapid fire vocals tank reaper that come give it to me part. Holy shit. Again, what a mosher. Um, I like track seven a lot too. hands that bear the hive. It's just a 32nd track, but it's got that classic minor second intro buildup. And then it just like jumps back into grind core, kind of like sort of like fools you into thinking you're about to get a math core song. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I also thought that Thorn Palace was probably the most memorable and anthemic track on this record with the titular line when it when it comes in. It's just that skull-crushing groove with the perfect amount of guitar feedback. Just chef's kiss. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, it's such a simple and obvious fucking riff, but they make it so goddamn heavy. Like, yeah, Thorn Palace, big fucking highlight for me for sure. Another highlight for me was track 13, Colony Collapse, the title track, which although it's just... Yep, that's another one, for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it's basically just a feedback over some, like, succinct staccato vocals and percussion, but I found that to be, like, a really effective, like, atmosphere builder. I had a real hard time picking a favorite track, but uh, I would say that it's either Walled Slum City or Tank Reaper. What do you think, Levi? Um, I would say Walled Slum City would be my track great so we're gonna go ahead and give to you walled slum city which is track one off of worms new full recent full-length album recent most recent uh colony collapse and that came out april 3rd via prosthetic records here we go
so that was Walled Slum City, which is track one from Worm's new album, Colony Collapse. And that came out on April 3rd. So the next band we're going to talk about is Telomere. Telomere are a progressive metal post-hardcore band from Toronto, Canada. I did not actually take note of how many members they have. <laughs> and they just, uh, well, they released their debut single, Kindred Will, back in June. This is another Patreon-voted band from, like, way back from many polls ago, so I felt like we needed to go ahead and work it into the rotation here. <laughs> and although it's just, like, one single, it is a massive, ambitious single that is clocking in at a plump six minutes and uh, spanning quite a bit of sonic territory. Basically, like, from the very melodic to the heavy and even uh, a bit of the chaotic. I would describe it basically as, like, melodic, technical, progressive metal, Elements yep. of post-hardcore and math rock. Technical progressive metal, I would describe it as, for sure. This is super promising. Basically, like the, the musicianship is excellent. Super tight instrumentals, very clean performances, decent production. Yep. Uh, some pretty exciting material. The guitar and drumming on this record are both fucking excellent. Like, I, I gotta say, like, I can't emphasize enough <laughs> how clean the performances are, but... The vocals are also quite competent, too. Like, when they finally hit those screams in the bridge, it is just, like, so satisfying. I really wish they would have brought it in a bit earlier. They really kind of, like, make you wait for that heavier moment with the growls, you know? Yep, yep. So it's just one song, so clearly there's not really a lot for us to say about this, but uh, if this band intends to release anything else, I imagine... Oh, shit. Uh, I, I imagine the pandemic might have a you know a damper on potential rehearsals and songwriting and sessions and such, but I, you know I really hope that they fucking they put out some more stuff. It's super promising to see this at this time because uh, when was this released? Uh, this was released back in June. I mean, yeah. So that that's the thing. Just like damn, nothing else since then. So it kind of like it seems that maybe the pandemic was the damper on that. It does seem that way, doesn't it? I, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But. I mean, like, so many bands kind of did go, like, silent, like, right when the fucking pandemic hit, to be fair. Like, a lot of, lot of radio silence from a ton of bands Can you since imagine then, unfortunately. how hard it is? I mean, and, and, I mean, not, I mean, we all know. Let's just, let's just, I, I'm just saying, just, like, imagine how hard it is to be in a band and to write music. But then also to have life shit going on. But then also now this happens. I mean, just like everything crumbles, you know. Um, and I, I mean, I have, I have quite a few. Bands. Oh yeah, like venues uh, are fucking closing down. Like the whole industry is just suffering so greatly. It's. I mean, we we all have bands that we we follow and and everything, and there are a certain few that are probably just you haven't seen any activity, which is you know, it is what it is. Uh, I mean. It's not like, oh, they're, they're, they're giving up or they're quitting. It's just like, you really can't even say that. This is like a specific time where it's just let everybody kind of go through the motions almost, you know? Right. Yeah. And just kind of like try to cope with simply trying to exist. <laughs> On top of like trying to still promote yourself in this fucking world where you can't promote yourself completely and all and, that and shit. The, yeah. As I'm sure you know, like so many musicians who are not like, you know, big time full-time touring musicians they don't have a way to make a living really and like i don't even know you know touring musicians even then still have to have full-time careers basically on top of the their full-time touring jobs so 
yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a fucking damn shame. But yep, this really has nothing to do with Telomere overall. <laughs> Just more of a tangent. But yeah, I, I really hope that they put out mu- more music because this is fucking real promising. Agreed. So we're gonna go ahead and play for you the only available single at this time, which is called "Kindred Will." Some really nice art on that by uh, Nabila Rashad. Loved the Rashad. artwork. Maybe I'm hoping to mispronounce her name. Yeah, it's super good. Really lovely. She's a really great artist, actually. She does like she did a, a patron. Uh, excuse me, a portrait of Carson, uh, a portrait of Ben Weinman. So you should go check out her stuff, and that came out on June nineteenth. Here we go.
Yo, what's up, Jeff? You can't afford good weed? What's going on? Fine, mids. <laughs> Yo, I'll email you some good weed. What's up? Every time he comes through California, he's working, so he can't ever hang out with me, but... If he did, I'd smoke him out. Just saying. If that is the that is the math core index offer no matter what. No, oh, it's like a fucking guarantee if you hang out with us, we're definitely gonna smoke with you. That is a promise. <laughs> I mean maybe not in maybe not in a post pandemic world actually. Well I'll roll one for you. How's that? You and then you can you know, we'll, I, I'll get I'll give you a pre roll, you know, it's machine have, no one no one licked it. When Christian and I <laughs> when Christian and I meet, I do non saliva pre rolls where I fucking will roll a joint for myself and for him and I use a wet washcloth versus my tongue to like wet the papers and shit so fucking Levi they don't need to know that what what (laughs) but I told I said that I just did it I told everybody and delete no you can't delete that (laughs) so that was Kindred Will which is the new single from Telomere and that came out back in June the 19th to be precise yes the 19th so next, we're going to give you your math core. Oh, no, no, no. no that's not it. <laughs> that's not the one. I don't ha- actually I don't even actually have any math core news prepared for this episode. Uh, so next, we're going to give you <laughs> So next, we're going to give you your release radar for the month of November. So first up, uh, Dysphoria released their new full-length album, Primal Entropy. Fucking big highlight for me. Snooze released their new EP, Still. Uh, Songs to Yeet at the Sun. (laughs) Songs to Yeet at the Sun by Soul Glow. What a fucking banging EP. Totally not has nothing to do with mathcore or anything. Just but some very great genre-defying. Hardcore, screamo, whatever you want to fucking classify it as. Levi, I know you love that. Uh, Please feel free to say something. I have no comment except fuck yes. Yeah, (laughs) really good release. Um, This is another big highlight for me. uh, uh, For the Love of It by Femur. Really, I mean, I I listened to that probably three times on release day and quite a few times the next day as well. Really, really enjoying that one. Uh... Let's see here. Modern Day Prometheus by The Unnecessary Gunpoint Lecture. Oros by Sense Erase. Which is a Greek math core band. Sense Erase, all one word. Um, let's see here. Uh, Plain Noir by Fuck the Facts. A new full-length album. That's really dabbling in some more... Really dabbling way more in some kind of more blackened atmospheric textures on this one. I'm not Absolutely. sure if you picked up on that. Yep. Adapt and Die, the new EP by Shaving the Werewolf, who are hitting some more kind of heavy notes on that EP. I'm not sure if you heard that, Levi. I have not. Blasphemist, the new full-length album, the debut full-length album, I think, from Night In at Tiananmen's, which is a tech crying band from uh, Montana of all places good for them uh, 
Oh, this is a good one that Levi also likes. Uh, survival Sickness by Crowning. Hmm, Levi, hmm? I know you like that one. Oh, hmm, it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Screamo. You like it? Screamo. <laughs> Follow Screamo cast. Uh, Bio, <sighs> uh, by, the, by the way, um, I, I did not get any of the... He owes me $20 now. I, I did not get uh, any <laughs> of the, the pre-orders of that release. Um, what? Yeah. You I, didn't. I didn't buy it. I, I missed out. I'm shocked. It wait, Did it sell out? Um, maybe I bet you anything it did not. Hold on, let me. T- I'll tell you right now. Yeah, I see a random colored uh, and a wax. Ooh, there's a there's a wax mage variant available right now on uh, Zegama Beach's ZBRUSA.com via Zegama Beach Records. So go check that the fuck out. Cause it's a fucking real good record. Uh, content by Plastic Bag Face Mask. Blackheart by Within the Ruins. Oh, shit. Horse the Band. Your Fault. Three-song EP with a Nine Inch Nails cover. I was caught off guard by how much I fucking loved that Nine Inch Nails cover. It makes sense. It's good. Like, it was... I want to hear a whole album of that, to be honest with you. Uh, Under the Pier released a remixed version of Flux through um, Trace Amount who is a uh, solo artist from Brooklyn. Does like kind of industrial sort of... um, It's kind of like Daughters in a way, but more... What is the name of that artist who was touring with Daughters? It's like Lingua something. Help me out, chat. I know you know. Let's go. What's their name? They're, They're dating fucking Lex from... Thank you. Lingua Ignata. Uh, it kind of remind it reminds me a lot of that too, and um, author and Punisher as well. It's like yeah. solo artist, industrial, atmospheric kind of. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a crossover of like Daughters and fucking Nine Inch Nails almost. Um. Anyway, this this cat did a remix of uh, this Under the Pier song, and it fucking bangs. We're not moving through this release radar very quickly at all, are we? Um. Oh man, this is a fucking good release. Uh. Three-way split between the Burning Wind, Binary, and Wounded Touch. This is one, this is like the best split of the fucking year. It's like overall uh, six minutes of material, but really fucking sick. And they released a uh, a flexi via Smart Punk Records, so you can go pick that up for super cheap. Uh, the homies in Dadcore have a band called Violence of Action. They just released a new single called uh, CW. Excuse me, C2W. Yo, yo, uh, so so yo. so so in the chat we got Scott Stapp uh, saying uh, Void Dweller released a Christmas EP, but also I mean, oh, the fuck. sound the sound that ends creation also released some Christmas music. So let's he talk is, about that, Christian. He has not released it yet. It is available for early streaming via Metal Injection, but I was planning on talking about it next release radar. No, now we talk about it now. It's Christmas. <laughs> let's let's talk about it now. It's Christmas. Yeah, so. Uh, by the time you listen to this e- this fucking episode of Mathcast, actually this this release will be out. So now, now, yeah, the, now, the sound, now, 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 the sound, now, 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 now. Levi, shut up and I'll say it. The sound that ends creation, uh, releasing a new EP called uh, "Merry Christmas, You Filthy Animals," and it's uh, some mathcore takes on Christmas classics like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, which we we premiered a video for that. We went ahead and did that thing. That's something that we did, and it's done. And surprisingly, I didn't get any hate for it. One person disliked the video on YouTube so far, so that's pretty good. <laughs> well, they they suck and they hate Christmas and they they're stupid. 
and they're jealous. Dude. They're jealous, Christian. They're jealous. They are. That's yep. exactly right, Levi. Yep. Quite. And uh, what else, what else, what else, what else? Uh, thought crime. This is like not even math core. I just wanted to mention it because it's fucking cool shit. If you like cyber grind or quote unquote fuck core, uh, you might like thought crime. And I think there was something else. Uh, yes, there was. Hmm. Uh, Liturgy released a new full-length album, The Origin, <laughs> the or- Origin of the Alimonies. Not quite as good as Hawk, but I think maybe I just had like really fucking high expectations after how brilliant and transcendental that fucking album was. Mm. By comparison, this is not quite as strong an effort, I'd say. Okay. Did you give it a listen? I have not. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Hawk is monumental. Dude. <laughs> Says Nuclearine, so. Dude, she's absolutely fucking right. It is. It's uh, that is a massive work. I would say that's probably Hunter's magnum opus. I, I don't think it's gonna get much better from here on. Like, there's no way you can top that. It's so fucking. I mean, just it's in the zone. Like, I'm trying to think of the track right now. I'm I'm blanking because I'm fucking totally doinked. But, um, what is the fucking track? I think it's just Hajj. Yeah, track one, when those like vocals are coming in. Yeah, I just keep seeing the word transcendental thrown around a lot, and it really does describe that music. So that was cool. Good album. Not as good as the last one, but still good. Worth your time if you want some crazy avant-garde black metal that is really pushing the boundaries super hard. If you'd like some glitch, a little flavor of the glitch in there. Uh, What else? I think that's pretty much it. So that was your release radar for the month of November. Before we do wrap this up officially, I just want to thank so much our Patreon supporters. We love you, we love you, we love you, we love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, again, if you want to go check out our Patreon page, you can get some insight to our creative process. Uh, occasionally, you can vote on bands, although we haven't been doing that quite as much because I just moved, so I'm still kind of fucking discombobulated. I'm trying to get into the fucking the swing of my job. I'm making all kinds of excuses. Let me see here. I'm trying to pull up. My yo, Patreon yo, Kevin. yo. Uh, I, I saw yo. your story when we were uh, uh, hmm. listening to the music. You banged a gong. Oh, so yeah, I got my first <laughs> sale, bitch. <laughs> Bang a gong. Dude, yeah, I got my first sale. I I made it my goal this week to get my first sale on the first but fucking week of this job, and I did it. you bang a gong. That is so ridiculous. That's so... so <laughs> Honestly, dog, if you haven't banged a gong yet, you don't even know what getting pumped is all about. Like, I feel, I feel <laughs> bad for you, dude. I feel bad for you. God damn like, it! I'm gonna flip that's this the hypest table. shit. I'm flipping my ever. own table right now. I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. Like everyone was fucking gassing me up. I was so goddamn pumped. It was fucking amazing. Like I'm really really loving my new job. So thank you so much uh, again to our Patreon supporters for bearing with me while I fucking. Get settled. Uh, new posts will be coming soon. New contents. We'll fucking hopefully start doing, you know, the podcast again more consistently on consistent days. So, thanks so much to our Patreon supporters: Kevin, Jeff, Otis, Phil, Eric, Chris, Anthony, Robert, Matt, Mike, Senza, Kent, Jesse, Austin, Eli, Jamie, Sam, Andre, Grady, David, Carter, Thirty Seconds Go, Andrew, Jordan, Chris, Nathan, Jeremiah, 
Sonny, John Bum, Spencer, Ezekiel, Taylor, Jim, Brandon, Joshua, Holly, Ethan, Dimitri, Caleb, Eric, Jesse, Akoni, Rory, Chris, Nabila, Adolfo, Andy, Bebop, Gage, Brian, Austin, Graham, Ethan, Tucker, Dan, Christian, Matthew, Danny. And there's two more people. Who the fuck are they? Who are those people? Hold on one second. I'm trying to find their names. Um, uh, Padraig and Zach. We love you all. Thank you so much. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Levi. I really, I really appreciate you backing me up, dude. Yeah, it really dude, means a lot. I got you, man. I got us. You're a really good co-host, dude. You know that? Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, we got, we got fucking bunk ass week getting posted in the chat here. Oh, that. Let's looks, see this fucking looks, rope, looks Jeff. Like green, Jeff. I guess it. Everyone make fun hard. of Jeff's weed. Actually, that looks pretty good. Jeff, it looks all right, but like, how much you pay for that, Jeff? <laughs> oh my that god, sucks, <laughs> busting at him. <laughs> Yo, I can't put more than five seconds of that song in our podcast. You know that, right? So um, I guess that about wraps it up for the <clears throat> the 56th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your host, Levi. And we'll be back again next week with some more sick underground bands. Good night and stay beautiful. Stay beautiful.